Welcome to FML We're Going to Hell, a podcast brought to you by two wheeze laughing friends sharing funny stories and lots of giggles. Disclaimer. This podcast may include vulgar language and frequent use of profanity. You've been warned. What's up, Weezers? It's your girls here to bring you another episode of Messy Bun Monday. Today we're going to be covering 5150, somebody called the Popo. We've all been there whether it's getting pulled over for speeding or getting busted at a house party. So today we just wanted to share a few of our stories with you. My first story is going to be about the time that I got my minor. I was living in South Dakota in my very first apartment and it was my older roommate, one of my friends that's in the same program as me, and then also one of my male friends at the time. And so we were all chopping it up and drinking and having a good time. And I remember specifically that I was drinking plum flavored ice hole. No. Yeah. Straight out of the bottle. I don't remember who got me started on it, but for a while when I lived in South Dakota, ice hole was my shit. Yeah. The plum. I don't think I've tried any of their other flavors, but I know the plum was like where it was at for me. And drinking that straight out of the bottle, I was pretty liquored up. And um, we were just playing some drinking games or whatever, laughing, having a grand old time. And apparently the boys below us had decided to throw like a rager, like a big old party. Uh, they had had a couple throughout like the year. And I remember hearing like through the grapevine that they had been in trouble with the landlord and that they were in jeopardy of being kicked out because of their activities that they kept doing because it was in the lease not to do that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, we didn't know that this was going on at the time because we were having our own little fun time and like in our own little world here. But my friend that was in the same program as me, um, she had decided she wanted to go outside and smoke a cigarette. And so Right before that, the male friend decided to leave. He was like, I have to go home for the night. He left. I'm pretty sure um, he just got a ride from his roommate or whatever. And he left his car at our place. Not that that matters, but he got home safely. Didn't drink a drive. Just wanted to put that out there. So anyways, (laughs) my friend from the same program as me went to go outside with a beer. And there's only two of us that are underage then out of the three of us in the apartment. So us two. And then my older roommate, she was, she was fine. My, my friend went and opened the door. She happened to have a beer in her hand. Literally the exact second that she opened the door, police happened to be walking by our floor. So there was, I think we were on the second floor and there was three floors in this apartment building. The boys below us, obviously they were on the first floor. They were the ones throwing the big rager. So they were just doing like a sweep of the building since they were there. And literally she happened to open the door. An officer was walking by, saw the beer in her hand and immediately was like, hi, can I talk to you for a second? And so then we're all like, shit. And so he's like, how old are you after her age? Um, she must have been 19 or 20 because I was 18 at the time and she was a little bit older than me. So he asked her her age and they asked if he could come inside and she didn't even live there, but obviously we can't say no and like shut the door in his face. We were kind of poussés, especially when it comes to like law enforcement, you know, we just wanted to be respectful. And so They ended up coming inside our apartment. They ended up talking to my older roommate and asking her who bought the alcohol. Like they were trying to basically imply that it was her uh, and put that on her. And then they were asking us who bought the alcohol, all that jazz. And so then they breathalyzed um, us two for sure. I can't remember if they breathalyzed her. I don't, I wouldn't assume so because she was of age, but I can't recall, but they breathalyzed us two for sure. And then they straight up told me like to my face, like, you're going to be getting a ticket tonight. You're going to be getting a minor. And I had never been in trouble with the law besides like getting pulled over. So I start crying because I'm like on the straight and narrow. I'm such a goody two shoes. Like I don't do anything wrong. I'm not naughty. So I was so upset because I knew I had to tell my parents this. 
So I call my mom at like 1.30 in the morning crying. And I was like, I'm getting a minor right now. The police are here. And she's just like trying to talk me through. She's like, okay, like it happens. Calm down. It's okay. Like you're going to get through it. Like, thank you for letting me know. I'm glad you're safe though. Okay. I get off the phone and I'm like talking to the officer through my tears and he was like it's it's not that big of a deal he's like you are gonna have a court date because that's a shitty thing like so I'm from Minnesota as I've stated in Minnesota when you get a minor you just get a ticket you pay the ticket and you're done in South Dakota it's a grand old fucking deal and you get a ticket you have to go to court you have to go to alcohol classes like literally they make you seem like this terrible person that like needs like like an intervention basically like it's terrible <laughs> and so ugh, I just wasn't mentally ready for all this and I, I was so upset that I got in trouble like I'm pretty sure I blew like a 0.018 or something like that like I blew jack shit like ugh. and they made you do classes for that yes and so they gave me my ticket my court date was on St. Patrick's Day that year. I'd never been to court. Like, I was fucking petrified. So then we go to court, and we're all three sitting by each other. And then you have to go up in front of the, the judge, in front of everyone else. And there's other people here for, like, the same things, just different parties. And you have to, like, listen to what the judge has to say and what the recommendation is and, like, whatever. Sometimes she'll ask you some questions about, like, what you were doing and were you doing this, were you doing that, da 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 And then the second that she's done with you, you have to walk off to the other side and go to this room and they write out this piece of paper that tells you like your recommendation is to attend these alcohol classes. Well, the alcohol classes happen to be 45 minutes away from where I lived. And I think it was, it might've been three days of classes if I believe, like if I'm correct, and you have to pay for them. So not only are you paying your court fees and like your ticket, but you, you also have to pay for the mandated alcohol classes. So I'm out so much money for this ticket of blowing like jack shit. I know I was in the wrong because I was drinking when I was underage, but it was ridiculous. And I was out so much money. I'm pretty sure the classes alone were $250 and I cannot remember how much the court fees and my ticket were. You had to pay, you had to pay a ticket and go to classes? Yes. That's insane to me. Usually I think it's either like take these classes or pay a ticket because um that's what... B, he he got a minor out in like Rapid City, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. And he could either take the classes or pay the ticket and like have it on his record. But if he took the classes, he didn't have to pay the ticket and like it wouldn't be on his record. And like I never had to take classes. I just paid the ticket. Right. So start stuff started like changing later on. But also it depends on what county you were in too when you got the ticket. Some counties were a lot less oh, okay. like strict, but the county that I got mine in was a dry county. And so they're just like way more strict when it comes to anything with alcohol. And mm-hmm. so they don't even sell like alcohol at Walmart or anything. Obviously you had to go to a liquor store. Um, Which I don't get because it's probably one of the biggest partying towns around because it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So yeah, I did my time. I I went to court and I went to my classes and whatever, got that taken care of, but definitely cried. I kept my ticket for a while as a little like reminder to not do anything naughty and not get in trouble, but that was definitely my reality check. It sucked having court on um, St. Patrick's Day because obviously that's another day that like everyone goes to like parties and like does something big, but I was super upset that day because I had to literally go sit in court and like felt so naughty my court date was like halloween i think oh my god yeah so yeah that's the story about my minor when i was 18 years old what happened with you okay well i guess i will just tell my minor story next 
um, I was at a house party, which yes, I was in the wrong. I was underage drinking, but mm-hmm. at this point, like the house party was pretty much over. There was a few of us still just like chit-chatting a little bit, but like we were all dwindling out mm-hmm. and like it was ending. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, just this car full of drunk kids shows up and everybody's like, uh, this isn't a party anymore. Like, and we don't right. know any of you like, no, um, get out, leave. <laughs> <laughs> and when they left, apparently they were driving completely recklessly down this road, like right in front of this house, leaving this house. Ooh. And somebody saw that and ended up calling in the house then instead of like say, uh, giving them their driver's license or their license plate number or whatever. Yeah. They called in the house that they left. So then the cops show up at this house and we're all trying to leave and give us all minors. Okay. So during this time, um, the driver that was driving, going to drive us home was actually sitting in her van and she had some Mary Jane in there. I mean, it was kind of like all of ours, but yeah, she was in the van with it all. And so she got in trouble with that. And I'm pretty sure a minor on top of that because she was also drinking, even though she was driving us home. And so there, and then there was this one girl who jumped when she noticed that the cops were coming, she jumped behind this, like, it wasn't quite like a love seat but it was bigger than a chair okay it was kind of just like an oversized like reclining chair yeah she jumped behind that and hid the entire time the cops never found her so she yeah she got so lucky but then we all got minors mine was like super it was super low um but like I said all I had to do for that was pay the fine I didn't have to take any classes or anything like that I did almost break my ankle when I was leaving the house I was trying to I think we ended up walking home because we were going to B's house which was just like a few blocks away Mm -hmm. um and so I'm limping all the way to his house oh my god like the house we were at the the guys drove on their yard and Mm -hmm. it left a bunch of like you know yeah Yeah, like divots and when I was walking out of the house I had to walk through the yard a little bit and I stepped on one and like twisted my ankle so I had to limp all the way to B's house that's not pleasant at all no I was miserable sorry there's a race car going by my house don't know if you can hear that but uh yeah that's terrible like ooh, and the fact that she got in trouble for like sitting in her van that's rough but also not great that she was gonna drink and then drive you guys home mm-hmm. and it wasn't a lot but it was enough to still get a minor I don't think she got like a DUI or anything yeah I think she well like, because the, she wasn't like actively driving right yeah she I'm was not, parked. but the car the keys were in the car like we were getting ready to leave and like yeah, you I can still get a DUI with the keys in the ignition mm. in South Dakota at least Jesus yeah yeah that's a mess another one that I remember specifically um was running from the police like at a gravel pit party you know how those are a big thing there Mm-hmm. it was the first time I ever went to one and I went with my roommates when I was living in that, in that house and so we were all at this party or whatever and people start talking saying the cops are coming the cops are coming that happened so many times when it like never happened so people didn't necessarily always take it that seriously well like another 20 minutes go by and we start to see like some suspicious lights coming and so it's like oh shit go 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 everybody get out of here you know like (laughs) you're in the middle of a fucking field like so there's the gravel pit and then to leave there's like a long driveway well that's blocked off by cops now oh no yeah then there's a field and we're like shit and so we're like walking through the street I don't fucking run that's just not my that's not my favorite form of activity like (laughs) 
if I'm terrified and something's chasing me, sure, I'll go like at a quick pace. But uh, and so I, I just I told my roommates I was like, leave me, it's okay. Like I knew they were gonna get to a vehicle before I was gonna get there, and so I was like, just leave me behind. Like it's okay go without me. And my male roommate turns on. He's like, come on, we're not leaving you. And he like grabs my arm and starts yanking me along. And then he gets a little bit ahead of me and he looks fine. He's like, come on, like, don't you give up. Let's go. We got to get to the car. Like he was so nice. And we had a getaway vehicle that was all ready. And she swooped us up and then drove us back home. And we, we did not get in trouble. We didn't get pulled over by the cops or anything because another thing was apparently when you left the party, everyone was saying that there was like police waiting on the highway to like pull everyone over coming from that direction, which how can you pull over all of those people? Yeah. They could maybe get a few of them, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. They said it was like stopped and like, they were like breathalyzing each and every car to make sure that you had a sober driver, but we didn't like, they would have to initiate like a whole checkpoint i think that's that's what they called it yeah yeah they said there was a checkpoint after that party we didn't run into that we didn't have any any problems with that i think those are Um, planned like they like cops plan those out you know how college kids are though they'll fucking yeah no yeah yeah yeah. but like yeah no they would have to like do a whole thing for that though so yeah i'm sure they would have to have their staffing away when you left there we saw officers and like you know there were people getting pulled over but we didn't run into like like you call it a checkpoint or anything where we didn't get stopped. We didn't get in trouble. We, no, we didn't have any situations, but we did see other people that were pulled over. And I'm sure because people were driving drunk. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. But that was one time that I got away. I really didn't think I would. I, I dead ass meant it when I said, just leave me. Like I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't playing around. I, I knew all of them were faster than me and way more athletic and that they were going to get to a vehicle before me. And I didn't want like majority to get in trouble if it was just me left behind, you know? Yeah. And he was super nice. and was like, no, 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 come on. We got this. And then everything worked out well so shout out to him because that was nice <laughs> that was nice um there was one time there was actually a couple times that I've gotten away quote unquote because I didn't have to run either time <laughs> <laughs> one time it was a house party and we saw lights outside so we're like shit we like because people were in the house and people were in the garage so like the people that were in the garage because it was one of those garages that like sit right behind the house you know and so there's like mm-hmm. a back door in the house and then a door in the garage that's on like the same side. So it's pretty easy to get into the house. Yeah. So people were booking it from the garage into the house. Um, and if you, I think a couple people that were in the garage even ran like through the alley because the alley then went out. Or I mean, the garage then, um, the part that you brought the car out of went into an alley, you know? Like when you're backing out of the garage, you're in an alley. So people ran out and onto the alley and got away that way. But I was in the house, we locked all the doors, turned all the lights off, me and my friend jump into this room and lay in this bed and like cover up with the blankets and are just laying there and we can hear our hearts racing, like Mm -hmm. both of us and we can like, oh, it was so bad and we could hear the cops like saying to open up and like, they were going through all the windows with like flashlights and like trying to see stuff Mm -hmm. and we all just sat there silent as could be. That's terrifying. That is the worst yeah. feeling of like lying in wait and wondering if they're going to like somehow get in or if someone's going to let them in or if they are in and they're going to find you like, yeah. oh, that is just like straight out of a scary movie. Like your heart is like coming out of your throat. Well, and like the thing is, is I think somebody was pretending to sleep on the couch and I think they saw like a hand or something. Oh my God. And so they saw somebody there, but mm-hmm. then, cause I think a lot of people like went downstairs. There was like a ton of people downstairs just trying to be quiet but then they saw somebody's like hand or leg or something on the couch. So then they were trying to wake that person up, quote mm-hmm. unquote. 
they weren't actually sleeping. Right. <laughs> but, um, and then eventually I think they ended up leaving. And so um, somebody looked out the window and they didn't see any cars or anything. So I don't know if they were trying to go get a warrant or something. I'm not sure. But yeah. the cop cars left and we all fucking booked it out the door and into our cars and got the hell out of there. Oh my God. Yeah. That was terrifying. Cause that was like the first time any, like that has ever happened to me. Right. No, that is super scary. And like, it's so scary too. When they come and like, you know, you know, you're like not doing what you're supposed to be doing, <laughs> Yeah. but like you are doing it in this, like a safer way where like you're just in one spot it's not like you are driving out on the roads or anything like you're just at a little party or whatever but then when they come and it's like oh all hell breaks loose like that's so terrifying and especially in South Dakota where it's like they do crack down on things like that more like like I said in Minnesota you just well I guess maybe it has changed in South Dakota now but you just pay the ticket and then that's it you don't have to go to court you don't have to take classes none of that and so I was always scared shitless I was like oh my god like whenever I was living in South Dakota that was fucking terrifying like I know and I was just surprised though that like they left the premises completely especially when they saw somebody was in the house obviously ignoring them there's no way that that person would have just slept through the cops banging on the window right next to their head exactly you know so like they knew people were in there and they knew that there was a like people had called them in for a party yeah exactly and so the fact that they completely left the house to go either completely left just like said fuck it or went to go get a warrant or whatever they did mm-hmm. i'm not even sure but they completely left the house and let us all leave <laughs> oh my god that literally reminds me of my next story which is Uh, like a little background is that I had to do an internship a couple hours away. So I was paying rent for two places, like one out in the middle of bumfuck Egypt, and then one in this city with this house. And originally in this house, it was one girl and then me, and then a couple in the room next to me. Well, the couple ended up moving out while I was on my internship and the other girl ended up having two other guys move in without like me approving it, without putting them on the lease. So they're just living here and they're not on the lease or anything. Um, and they had been known to, to throw these fucking parties while I was gone. And I had had conversations with her numerous times of like, dude, I'm getting like reports from the neighbor upstairs about people being here and like how annoying it is. And like, she knows that I'm gone and I'm not a part of it, but I've heard about, you know, the cops staking the place out and whatnot at this house while I'm not there. So it's almost time for me to graduate. It's literally, I think that coming weekend or something uh, or the middle, I can't remember what day my graduation was on, but I ended up moving home. Like what the week of that. Yeah, I think the so. week of my graduation. Cause when, cause we were making your graduation hat or you were, we were getting supplies so you could make it. And it was like very last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I ended up moving home, like right before my graduation, moving back to that house because my internship had ended. And then I specifically asked my roommate that night, like, please do not throw a party tonight. I need to finish up stuff for my graduation. So she said, okay. Like, you know, she, she really didn't allude that anything was going to be happening. Like I had asked respectfully and I thought that we were on the same page. Well, Jaden and I ended up going to like this store in town and like spending some time there and like getting distracted or whatever after we had all gone to supper. Jaden and I come back to the house together and there's what? How many people in the house would you say? Probably like 20, 25. I don't remember if there was anybody downstairs. Oh, there was tons of people downstairs. I would honestly say that there was probably 25 to 50 people there between who was in the garage, who was in the basement, who was on the main floor. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't remember if there was people downstairs, but if there was, yeah, there was probably closer to like, yeah. Yeah. 
And so I remember coming home and we walk in and the garage is filled with people. And I was like, what the fuck? I remember upstairs was full of people. Like we had to like maneuver through people to even just get to your room. Yeah. Which and wasn't then even we, far into the living room. Right. No. So then we ended up like setting up shop at the kitchen table or at the dining room table, like in the living room still with the supplies. And we start decorating my graduation cap and our door is literally just like, so we have you walk in the garage basically. And then you came in that back door, but there's also a sliding glass door, which is near where Jaden and I are. And then there's a front door, the front door we never used really. Um, we would use the door coming through the garage. So that door is just opening and closing and people are coming in and out left and right, just repeatedly over and over and over. Like so many people are coming in and out of this house. I don't know any of these people. I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know who told them to be here. Obviously my roommate, but like I'm livid. So whatever. I think her and I ended up like getting into it where I had said something like I asked you not to have people over. Like, I'm just trying to do this. And she didn't listen. She didn't care. And so I just ended up doing my own thing with Jaden. Jaden and I were sitting at this table, literally not doing shit. We were not drinking and we were just decorating my graduation cap. We were minding our own motherfucking business, like doing our own shit because what am I supposed to do? kick all these people out like my roommate had literally gone against my wishes like straight to my face essentially like I specifically was like hey can you please not throw a party she said sure I get home there's a shit ton of people there and so like parking at our house like it's very obvious when you're having people over because you can't fit many cars in the back there and if you have people like and apparently the cops have been staking out like looking at our house a couple times before that because her and the new people she let move in or like be living there temporarily were always having people over so they knew about it as a party house when I was gone on my internship. Yeah, because, well, like, the place that you parked was almost like a parking lot. So when this business wasn't open or, like, the gas station that was right next to it wasn't open, there was absolutely no reason for there to be a shit ton of cars in that park. Right. Like, right. no reason. Right. And so this party's going on. It's, like, raging or whatever. And then all of a sudden, we hear a knock. Was it at the, it was at the front door, I'm assuming. I think so. We hear a knock at the front I door. I think I left, Lauren, I think I left before the cops showed up. I think no I way. Got, yeah, really? I don't remember the cops showing up. Oh, I feel like I remember you being there with me, but no, I you, think I had nope, you were there with me because you confirmed with the cops that you knew that like, I didn't answer the door and this is why. Because we went and we laid in my closet and we covered my, we covered ourselves with blankets too. And we were laying in my closet being quiet. And then we ended up going over to H's apartment building. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Right. So we hear, we heard a knock like boom, boom, boom at the front door. And it was like, police. like da, da, da. And so I was like, I told my roommate, I went downstairs. I was like, you need to turn the music off, turn the lights off, shut the fuck up. The cops are here. Everyone needs to get the fuck out and shut the fuck up. Like I was, I was fucking pissed. And I'm not, I literally said to Jane, I said, I'm not answering the fucking door. Like I have nothing to do with this. This is on, this is on this my roommate. This isn't our problem. This is no. not, yeah. Like, and I, and I could have answered the door because I wasn't drinking or doing anything wrong. Maybe I should have. But then again, I was like, if, if it comes down to it, I'm not getting in trouble for this when I have nothing to do with it. Like, I don't want to get a social host charge, like for throwing a party when I'm not participating in it, just because I live here. Like she literally did this without my, like, I told her not to do this. She did it without my permission. Like this has nothing to do with me. And I was minding my own business. So I was like, nope, we're not answering the door. So again, I told everyone to shut the fuck up. We shut the lights off, um, turned the music off. And some people chose to um, like wait it out at the house and some people chose to make a break for it. So we had people literally, and, and I think the cops were there once. And then uh, this is when everyone like made their decision whether they were going to stay or leave and wait it out. 
And so we had people open the side door and make a break for it and jump over the deck on the side, like jump over it and run in the grass. And they got caught by the cops and got minors. We had people run out the garage. They got caught by the cops and got minors. We had a girl hide in the trunk of someone's car that was in the garage at the point in time. She didn't ever get caught, which is just fucking crazy, but she hid in there for a while. And then I remember the cops left for a while. And when they left, people just thought that, oh, okay, like it's good to go. You know, we can resume. No, I'm standing out there with my roommate saying, I'm not taking the fall for this. Like you need to figure this out. And she's telling everyone to like, shut the fuck up, be quiet because people started like talking and being loud again. We didn't know that the cops were hundred percent like gone or if they were like hiding and lying in wait, you know? And so I remember Jade and I are like for a while fucking like, what the fuck do we do? And then the cops came back a second time and they're pounding and everything and we're not answering the door. And I remember Jade and I are hiding in my closet on the floor with these blankets, like whispering to each other, like, what the fuck do we do? Like, we have nothing to do with it. And why though? We literally weren't doing anything. We were in the- Right, but I'm like, do we we answer the door? Like, what do we do? And like, we just, you know, all came to the conclusion, like, no way, like, don't answer the door. Like, and so we were like, nope, we're not gonna answer the door. Like we had nothing to do with this. And so we just were waiting it out and we were freaking terrified. Like, oh, I can't even begin to explain the feelings during this time. And I remember my roommate like arguing with some girl that was on the couch because this girl was getting mouthy, like about- what we should be doing during this time and this and that. And we're like, well, then you can fucking leave. Either shut the fuck up or then leave. Like you're talking loud. We don't want anyone talking right now. Like the police are here. And yeah, so they had ended up coming back a total of two, like coming there a total of two times. And then I remember them saying something about contacting our like landlord, I believe, because if they do that, then the landlord can tell them that it's obviously fine to come into the house or whatever and give them the entrance. Yeah. So once we figured that out, we were like, fuck, like we need to get the fuck out of here. So when they left that second time, we were scared that that's what they were doing is getting um, the approval from our landlords. And once they tell our landlords that we could get kicked out because we're not supposed to be throwing parties and she had already got a warning for one of the ones that she had thrown before. So we were already on their shit list, even though I had nothing to do with that either. And it's like my place of living was then jeopardized due to her and she just could never fucking listen or respect that she just did whatever she wanted and only cared about herself and so I remember all of us like kind of waiting it out and being like what the fuck do we do and then we ended up going over to a friend's apartment and spending the night there or at least part of the night like we waited a couple hours there for sure and while we were there I remember my roommate got a phone call and we were like answer and answer and answer she's like no I don't know who this is like what do I do and so she answers it and it says, hi, is this so-and-so? And then she hung up because it was a police officer calling her. And I'm pretty sure, obviously, the landlord gave the information of us, but they only called her. They only called her. And I don't know if it's because they knew that I was like gone on my internship the rest of the time. And so they only gave out her information or what, but they ended up calling her on the phone. She answered and then she hung up right away and she was freaking out. She's like, what do we do? Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, we're going to get fucking kicked out. Like, I literally asked you to not throw this party. Like, why couldn't you fucking do that? I had to do shit for my graduation. There was like 40 some people probably in there, in and out, in and out, in and out, like inviting random people we didn't even know. I didn't even know. Literally, I would say I knew maybe 10 people there just because they were like previous friends or like acquaintances that I'd seen beforehand. But the majority of everyone else, I had no clue who they were, where they were coming from or who told them to be there. 
And they didn't even know that I lived there because they had never seen me before. And so we ended up like getting into that kind of argument, but whatever, we didn't think that much of it. We were freaking out for a little bit, calmed down, ended up going back to the place. Everything was fine or so we thought. At that point, the next day, Jaden and I had gone to get our nails done for my graduation. Jaden and I pull up back to our house, my house. And as soon as we pull in the driveway, I literally we're like walking into the house. We get not even to the garage. Police officer pulls up and says, are, are you Lauren? And I said, yes. Well, can I speak with you? Sure. Well, I don't know if you know, but we were here last night during a party and we were banging on the door. And I said, yes, I'm aware. Cause I'm not going to lie. Like, I, you know, he knows. Mm-hmm. And so I said, yes, I'm aware. And he said, why didn't you answer the door? And I said, honestly, because I had nothing to do with this. Like my roommate invited these people over. I have not been living here for the past. I think it was like four months. I have not been living here. And I, I had come home right for my graduation. I was sitting here decorating my cap and I was not going to get involved with that when I had nothing to do with it. I didn't want to get in trouble for something she chose to do. And so he was pretty understanding and, you know, kind of just talked to me about the situation. And he's like, well, you know, we wish you would have opened the door so we could have had a chat then like whatever. He went and found my roommate at that friend's apartment because she had gone back over there. And once he went there, she was pretty much in some deep shit. He gave her quite a talking to, and then she was over the age of 21, but he gave her a social hosting charge, like a ticket for social hosting. And so immediately when she got that, she decided to tell all the friends that I'd worked on making in the past two years that I had introduced to her because she had just moved there this year. And she was a friend from high school she called everyone within literally a five minute time period and told everyone that I fucked her over with the police that I you know did this and that and that basically I threw her under the bus and she's gonna get in trouble with this big old charge or whatever and so nobody talked to me on my graduation day the friends that I had made in those two years nobody took pictures with me nobody said congratulations nobody spent time with me all the people that I had spent time, you know, befriending and being close to that, that she had also gotten to know, they all turned on me because I don't know what exactly she told them, but I contacted a couple of them like that day and they said, what you did was fucked up. I can't believe you did that to the girl. And so um, it was, it was just really upsetting. And then her and I obviously didn't talk after that really. Uh, It got very rocky, but I mean, at the end of the day, like this, I didn't throw her under the bus. Like I, told the police officer that I had nothing to do with it. And I took responsibility for not opening the door. Yeah. Like, you I told him me. your truth. That's your truth. You didn't. Yeah. I told him not on her. Right. And I told him, yes, I was here. And yes, I heard you knocking and I chose to not answer the door. And this is why. So like, I took responsibility for that. Like I fully did, you know, I threw myself up there. I probably could have gotten in trouble for not answering the door and I was there, but yeah. And he had no proof that you didn't drink or that you weren't also throwing the party since you even admitted to being there but yeah that's true but yeah he didn't give me anything and he went over there and found her and gave her that ticket and then she caused a a bunch of shit after that she literally told like all these people that I fucked her over so hard with the police officer and like threw under the bus and this and that so they all literally stopped talking to me like told me that I was basically a POS again like during my big event for graduation after that, nobody, nobody talked to me, not a word. Like it was, it was super sad and like really lonely. And I had known some of these people that entire two years and was super close with some of them, but due to whatever she decided to say to them and like manipulate them and, you know, twist their mind to make it sound even worse. But like, 
at the end of the day, she did decide to throw this party. She invited all of these people like this was on her. So looking at it as an adult, it's like, you know what? I don't know what you are mad about. This was your doing. I specifically asked you not to do this and really respectfully said that I had my graduation that I needed to focus on. And why are you mad at me for not getting a ticket when I didn't do this? The funniest part I will say is that I found out years later that the, the people that called in the party were actually the couple that had lived there with us prior that didn't like her anymore. Yeah. Um, where she let the two new boys like move into their room or whatever and, and they weren't on the lease or anything. That's who called in this party was the couple that had lived there beforehand because they were they don't like her. They were sick of her shit. They didn't even know I was there. So they weren't trying to get me in trouble and they didn't. So that worked out well. But yeah, they, t- they told me they were the ones that called in the party and then that's why it got busted that night. So that's so I think funny. that's, yeah. And like to this day, her and I do not speak and it became really ugly after that, especially with me trying to like move out and like the Wi-Fi was in my name and like they would lie to me about oh, yeah there, that, there was that whole router incident yeah they were saying that they were going to transfer it into their name and months went by and they didn't so I finally was like you know what like I'm going to stop paying this bill I've been paying it for you guys and then she sent me a whole bitchogram about how so-and-so needs to do his homework how dare you do that and this and that well you've told me for months now you were switching it into your name and I haven't lived there and like hello And so then I asked for the router back. She wouldn't give it back to me. And I was going to have to pay a big old fee with the company because I didn't return the router while she was keeping it hostage. And so the best part, and this is karma fucking doing itself justice. Like this bitch got served, not only with her getting in trouble with the law, like she should have, because she was the one that chose to make those decisions, even when I asked her not to, but the best part was that she got evicted. They got evicted like shortly after I ended up leaving and coming back to Minnesota or actually, no, I actually moved somewhere else in South Dakota. Sorry, but they got evicted. And the reason that I knew is because I called the rental company and I said, Hey, like if you, when they move out, if you happen to find this router, I really need it back. I'm still paying like the bill on this and I'm going to get charged if I don't get this piece of equipment back and they won't give it to me. And so, um, I kept in contact with the rental company because I knew when the end of their lease was like coming up and I had contacted them and they said, well, actually they just got evicted. So we can check it out. And then they called me like a week later. They said, yep, we have your router here. Come pick it up in the office. I drove the 45 minutes, picked it up in the office, brought it back to the company, wasn't charged. So not only did she get in trouble with the law, but she also got evicted, which you know what? You kind of deserve that too. You threw how many parties in that house when you weren't supposed to. You, you did a bunch of shit that you weren't supposed to do. And at the end of the day, you didn't care about anyone else but yourself. You compromised everyone else's living situation when at one point there was four of us living there. You didn't care about the rest of us three. You literally just did what you wanted to do on your own agenda. And you you could have potentially made us lose a living place for three other people. And you just didn't give a shit. So I'm happy like karma did its job. I had, you know what? I honestly had nothing to do with you getting in trouble with the law. Like that was on you. Those were your decisions. And I, I wish that you could be an adult about it and, you know, wake up and see that you made your bed and you had to lie in it instead of wanting to blame everyone else for you getting in trouble and you getting a ticket. Like, girl, those were, those are your choices that you made. Nobody did that to you. You did that to yourself. Yeah. That was like the definition of karma really is a bitch. A hundred percent. We'll get you when, when you deserve it. A hundred percent. And like, it is just so sad that the, like those people that she told like the friends, the mutual friends chose to like feed into what she said but she is a good manipulator and like she knows how to feed a story and be very dramatic so I'm sure she just said you know some crazy shit but it's sad because I lost more than four friends in that instance that I had 
been friends with for quite some time and like that's just that's just so upsetting a couple of them have like reached out to me years later and like made made it work or like made some small talk or whatever but I mean that doesn't change the past as to like how hurtful that was on my graduation day not having anyone except for my family there well yeah that's a huge day it was and it you know oof that was just a fucked up event but like you know what too the world definitely showed me who she was as a person so at the end of the day like that was terrible to go through it was one of the worst situations and the most dramatic but ugh, the best part is that her fucking her fucking mom still walks around our hometown spewing shit about me <laughs> to this day years later well and it's just childish it is 100 percent. it's so childish and it's like bro if you don't even know the situation like don't speak on it yeah. And she told a couple other girls from our hometown that told me too. And I'm like, that's well, literally Well, can you imagine the only story she knows is her own daughter's story? Oh, 100%. 100%. She doesn't know your side. Yeah. We were friends for years. But yeah, shit got ugly after that. Okay, so that last story just still absolutely shocks me. But um, to move on, my next story. Um, this one doesn't... I actually wasn't technically doing anything illegal. So... I was at home, had just showered, me and my roommate at the time, we were like, we really want Taco Bell. And so we went to get Taco Bell and I had a headlight out, but I had no idea I had a headlight out. Right. Okay. And so we were pulling out of the Taco Bell parking lot and a cop pulls me over. I'm like, shit, like, what the fuck did I do? Like, I was literally Mm -hmm. pulling out of a parking lot. Like, I wasn't speeding. I wasn't doing anything I wasn't supposed to. So I pull over and he comes up to my window and he tells me he pulls me over for the headlight. I'm like, oh shit. But then he asks me to come back to his car. What? Yeah, that's when I get a little nervous. I'm like, it's a headlight. Like, tell me like to fix it and then I can go home. What do you mean? Right. I don't think I've ever had to go to the back of a police officer's car. Like when I got pulled over. Yeah. And so I'm like sitting there and he's like, okay, I see you just got out of the shower. So maybe it's just your soap. Um, Cause like my hair's still wet. I'm in pajamas. I'm in a, like a basic ass, just like plain colored t-shirt and like shorts, like pajama yeah. shorts. Like I'm in PJs and my hair is soaking wet. Cause I literally mm-hmm. just got out of the shower when we left and Taco Bell was three minutes away. And uh, so he's like, okay, so I see you just got out of the shower. So maybe it's just your soap, but like, I just get like a whiff of um alcohol do you mind if I breathalyze you and I'm like uh uh, no I guess not because I know I hadn't been doing anything illegal right right so I got breathalyzed for absolutely no reason because apparently my soap smelled like alcohol what did he say when it came back to like being nothing at all like how did he go about that he's like yeah that's what I figured I just had to make sure since there was that smell Mm -hmm. so he he didn't actually suspect that I was drinking but since my soap smells like alcohol I guess he had to just like be 100% sure it wasn't my breath right I get you <laughs> no and he was super nice like he wasn't mean about anything or anything like that and he's like yeah I figured I just had to check mm-hmm. like yeah I guess it took two minutes so I guess it doesn't really bother me but damn my Taco Bell is probably cold right. <laughs> <laughs> There was one time I got pulled over. I was on my way to a dick appointment and it was like two hours away, but trust me, like it's worth it. And so <laughs> I was driving the distance. I started the drive at like 9.30 at night. And so I think I'm like 15 minutes away from my destination at this point. And I was speeding because like 
I was so excited. Like I was listening to good music on the radio. I was jamming. All of a sudden I see the lights go on and a cop flip around. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like my mood changed real quick. And so he pulls me over and he he comes up to my window and he's like, where are you going? And I told him the town. He's like, what are you going there for? And I said, an appointment. And it's (laughs) it's like literally almost 1130 at night. And he said, an appointment. And I said, Uh uh-huh an appointment (laughs) he said oh well are you in a rush and I said not necessarily (laughs) and so then he was like well do you know that you were doing like 74 and like a 65 or something like that I said no I didn't know what it was here and he's like okay well I'm gonna take your info so he took my info and he came right back he's like I'm not gonna give you a ticket or anything I see you have a clean record so we're gonna keep it that way but I'm gonna need you to slow down for me he's like have fun at your appointment. (laughs) So I get to my appointment and I'm like, I literally got pulled over on my way here. And I told him I was coming to an appointment and he thought that was so funny. And like, I just, I'll never get past that. Yeah. I'll never get past that. That you literally have fun at your appointment. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. I know. Okay. One more quick little story before I get into the juicy one. Um, this was another time that like, I kind of got away, but like, Mm -hmm. again, I didn't have to run. I never had to run. (laughs) Um, (laughs) okay. So there was this house out in the boonies of this town, right? Like out in the middle of nowhere. And they called it the castle. I remember that house. Yeah. And they would have big fires and there would just be hundreds of people. These were always huge parties. And one time I it was me and a friend. Who was it? I think it might have been H. I'm not 100% sure though. But we were like behind the actual house peeing because there was only one bathroom in this place, I'm pretty sure. And it was always full um, and always just disgusting. Anyway, so she was going to the bathroom behind the house. I wasn't, but I was just like standing there with her. Yeah. And all of a sudden, red and blue lights flash on the side of the house. And I'm like, fuck. fuck. And so I just, we just stay behind the house. Like we don't try to run or anything. There is a bunch of kids like running and everything, but we just kind of like stay behind the house to like figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. And um, they ended up, cause be, I think it pro- was probably because there was so many people there Yeah. Um, that they just decided that they were going to breathalyze every single driver. Ooh, and thankfully yeah. I had a uh, designated driver. They were going to breathalyze every single driver that left the the driveway because it was one of those long driveways you know yeah and they did that and we got out of there and no harm done no harm no well, foul that they just did the drivers and like said fuck it with the kids you know yeah but they there was I, we would have been there probably till like freaking 7 a.m trying to oh my god processed yeah yeah there was so many people that night well there always was that was just a big party house was this the I, I side note I just want to clarify is this the place that you have videos of me from because then I'm thinking about a different house where is the place where I was wine drunk on two bottles that was at the castle because they had where am I thinking of it was like another house that was like super common so there was the castle and then there was red rooster that's where it was probably maybe I don't know but where the other one that I was at it was it was a different house it wasn't the castle where they had to turn the lights off and all of that happened it was not the castle because the castle the they didn't time- turn the lights off no, the only time that I went into the castle was one time to go pee. Other than that, I'd always been outside of the castle, like where the fires were and where the, the, um, yeah. What do you call it? They didn't have a, they didn't, what I do don't... you call it when you, when you hold someone upside down and they drink beer? A keg. Yeah, a keg stand. I was always with where those were. Yeah. 
yeah and they were always outside the parties the parties were too big to even have indoors there would maybe be the occasional person that was like in there warming up because these were also in the winter sometimes but like the parties were never inside the house right because there was just too many freaking people dude that house was in the middle of bumfuck egypt yeah it i think it took like 20 minutes to get there yeah it did because i remember one time we were in the car and i was drinking malibu and orange juice and i was trying to like mix it and they were jamming the music and she slammed on her fucking brakes and then the malibu and orange juice like kind of went all over the place and spilled in my crotch and so my leggings are like filled with orange juice and malibu at this point and you I'm haven't even got to the party fucking yeah wet fucking hoo-ha smelling like malibu and orange juice um one time at this party i had one of the uh it was actually a um police student a law enforcement student he was like hey so like i'm like my car's just like right over there do you want to like go to my car <laughs> <gasps> he said that that night was crazy. That night I was the um, designated driver at the castle. So I was sober, probably a little bit high, but like I was sober and uh, Lauren was sloshed on two bottles of wine and I have the funniest videos that, um, can I just make a p- quick plug quick? <laughs> we made an Instagram. Please go follow us at FML. We're going to help podcast without the apostrophe and we're just like the email, which is also FML. We're going to help podcast at yahoo.com. Email us your story and tell us your feedback on today's episode but yeah i Jaden has some videos of me from that night and i was a fucking disaster so hopefully if we ask lauren nicely maybe she'll post them on instagram i can't dude did i say that i wasn't gonna drink that night or what i don't know you brought two bottles of wine i know but i never would have like normally drank too well so i remember like chugging the second bottle oh that's what it was you chugged because of the thing you said in the video it was like something about a soldier and then you would chug it yeah i said a soldier never lies down in the line of duty and you would chug your wine but then also somebody somebody told me not to be a little bitch and to chug it and so i chugged like the last part of it and i finished the the second bottle and i wasn't going to (laughs) yeah you were very intoxicated that was a good night that one was good although was that the night somebody tried to climb up on top of that silo dude people were crazy at that fucking house yeah okay what's your juicy story you were referring to i'm very curious on that (laughs) deep sigh okay so i had this quote unquote friend i only say that because in the end she was never my friend and i should have known that so okay we we lived in a college town and that's where like most of these stories are based on is this college town Mm -hmm. well my parents had ended up moving there and so i had nowhere to escape anymore because I didn't have like somewhere to go visit my parents like most kids had or anything like that because my parents lived in town. And so I would have to try to find friends that were still in town, I guess, while everybody else was back, like during the summer while everybody else was back at their parents, you know? There was nobody in town. Right. And during the school year, it was kind of like the last half of the school year, I think, I had become more acquaintances with this one girl due to circumstances that happened um we kind of like started talking on snapchat or whatever and just started hanging out every once in a while going to parties that kind of stuff well then summer rolls around so i start hanging out with her more because i have absolutely nobody else to hang out with right we we become close and i should have known from the beginning she was a freaking psychopath because she would do like psychopath things to other people like the things she would, I would watch her do to other people. Like I was like, damn, this girl's crazy. Like she's whack. But I was still her friend because she wasn't doing anything to me, you know? And she would always buy me free food. Always. Oh. She would always buy me food. So like, fuck, I'll keep her around, you know? <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't being her friend for that, but it was a perk, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, well, summer goes by, all fine and dandy. And then this was one of the times I decided to get a house with a couple friends and move out of my parents for a while. And so school year comes around, I get a house. I'm living there by myself for a while um, because the other two people were still back at their parents for the summer. Mm-hmm. just based on when we got this house. And so I was still hanging out with her. Everything was still good. Well, these two people come back. I'm a homebody. I always have been a homebody. I did have my wild moments in college where I went all, out, out all the time, but like for the most part, I didn't really like to go out. And I'm one of those friends. I hate to say it. And I hate that I'm like this. I wish I was better, but I'm the type of friend that if um you're not making an effort with me, like I don't, not that I don't want to make the effort with friends. Obviously I want to have friends and I want to talk to my friends, but I'm not the type of person to go out and initiate that and it sucks because I you know sometimes lose friends that way because they don't initiate it either mm-hmm. but um and so that was happening like she just kind of stopped initiating hangouts with me and like I had with her and she had thought that I stopped hanging out with her because I was hanging out with my roommates and like I didn't want to be her friend or anything anymore and so she just kind of like started showing like kind of like a little bit of craziness okay and so at that point I was kind of like trying to distance myself like I never once said I don't want to be your friend like anything like that like stop talking to me I never was ever mean to her I did like casually start distancing myself from her right but there was never like official conversation of like this is this is done yeah no I was still like her friend I would always text her back I'd always snap her back like Mm -hmm. if she was making the effort like it was like that but then one day I think it was a couple days after she had brought she had kind of brought it up like hey like why aren't you talking to me anymore or whatever and then all of a sudden it was me my two roommates and then we had had a couple um friends over it was h and b were over and i think h's boyfriend at the time okay which was a so we were all at my house we were just like literally just chilling i think we were watching um some youtube videos where there was like these youtube videos where you drink during certain songs yeah the power hours yeah yep so we were just kind of like sitting around doing some of those like just casual now all three people in this house at the time did smoke marijuana and so <laughs> there was smoke? <laughs> there was paraphernalia in the house and there was a water pipe sitting um on the floor kind of like in the corner of the room and we Can had you say t- water pipe are you saying like bong or it's a bong <laughs> okay I was like what the fuck is that no a bong it was sitting on the floor in the corner and we had tapestries hanging up in front of the windows well there's a knock on the door and I'm like shit I think somebody might have peeked out and saw it was the cops but like I had to go answer the door like what was I gonna do Right. So I answer the door and he's like, Hey, we had a complaint, la da 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 da. And he's like, Okay, so here are the two things. He's like, You can either open the door and like let us in now. All will be good. We'll be on good terms. Like we'll get it figured out. Or we can, you can shut the door on me and we can sit here and wait for a warrant, but we're going to surround the house and nobody will be able to leave. And I'm, and he's like, I can smell it and I can see the bong sitting on the floor. And he shined his light in and the tapestry was just moved just right. Yeah. You could see it. So I'm like, fuck, like there's no way. So I'm like, okay, I guess like can't hide it now. So I let him in. A couple people got, no, one person. I think there was only one minor given. Maybe there was two. Most of us blew zeros, even though we were drinking, we had just started drinking we were just starting power hour yeah and so most of us still blew zeros I think like I said one or two minors were given I know for sure one but there might have been two yeah so there was one maybe two minors given out and then all of our shit was taken like while I was out there talking to the cop apparently there was people inside like shoving things places like trying to hide it like in cupboards and like stuff like that they went through it all so they found it all I'm I'm really upset because I actually had a bunch of moving boxes still that were unpacked and my 
room was an absolute mess. Like it was just packed with moving stuff because I hadn't mm-hmm. completely unpacked yet. And he barely looked through my room. Like if I would have just put some shit in boxes, he didn't look through any of the boxes. Right. Damn. But none of my shit was in boxes. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, and so I got my tickets and then I think I brought it up to her. I like texted and I was like, way to fucking go. Like, thanks for calling. Wait, when you say tickets, like what did it end up being? Um, well, the tickets um were for possession of paraphernalia and possession of marijuana. Oh, okay. When when I ended up going to court, st- stuff was dropped. I'm not even sure exactly what's on my record. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, but some stuff was dropped and it ended up just being a fine. Like I know. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So then you ended up texting her, you said. Yep. Yep. So, um, eventually I ended up texting her. I don't know if she like asked me to hang out or something. I don't remember, but, um, I had texted her. I was like, thanks for fucking calling the cops on me or whatever. And then she went on this big tangent and like went off on me. Like, I fucking wish I was the person that called the cops on you. Like you fucking deserve that. Like you're such trash, like Whoa. all this stuff. Yeah, it was bad. And then, um, like she went off on me. And so then <laughs> fucking I go to court. Right. Mm-hmm. they give this paper that lists everybody that was involved right okay and so I'm reading through all the names every single one of them good 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 yeah they were at my house yep 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 it involved them her fucking name was at the end of the goddamn list stop so you yeah. found out it was her yeah oh, I didn't know that I didn't know that they can like list that they have to there's like some because um no, because, well, unless I guess maybe you have to say, I want this to stay anonymous, but like people give anonymous tips all the time. But if they do that, then you can, I think there's something about getting out of it though, because um, B's dad was helping me with this because he deals with all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he said, there's something that he told me to say, this was before I got the paper and saw her name on it. But mm-hmm. like, there's some kind of rule that you um, have the right to confront your accuser or something mm-hmm. like that. So he's like, bring that up because then like, that's how you can find out who did it. Wow. Well, then they gave, then I didn't end up bringing it up in court because they gave me that paper that literally had her fucking name on it. So you found out when you were sitting in court. Yeah. Oh like, officially, my God. I always knew. I always right, right. knew it was her. It was confirmed. It was confirmed in court. Yeah. Ooh. I would have left that courthouse and beat that girl's ass I swear to god oh if I would have ever saw her in person again I would have 100% I I saw her driving around one time and I really wanted her to hit her car really hard but I didn't want to fuck up my own car right shit but bumper cars would have been fun as hell Yep. Mm-hmm. fuck that bitch and then oh this motherfucker not even that long ago maybe like a year ago because keep in mind this was probably like it's probably been four or five years now four mm-hmm. it's been a while yeah. I would say three I think it's been three three because this would have been probably my second year oh then it's been a school? long time because I I graduated in 2016 from there so that was when that was my second year of school so that was in 2017 and you you weren't in town that next school year you weren't in town no yeah so it would have been that year so it was four years ago so I would say probably about maybe a year-ish ago this bitch tried to add me on Facebook again oh no the audacity you have nothing to do with my life anymore. You don't no. even live in South Dakota. She doesn't live in South Dakota anymore. She just wanted to see what you're up to because she's nosy. Yeah. You didn't add her, did you? No. Thank God. I didn't, and I didn't delete her request. I think she ended up deleting her request because I don't think she's on my request yeah. anymore, you know? Yeah. Um. So I think she actually canceled her request because I just let it sit there. Fuck her, dude. That's fucked up. And then she wants to have the audacity to like fake it and be like, 
I wish I was the person that called you in knowing damn well she was like that's so shifty like just own it like you did it like just own it and say I did fucking call you in like but to be a pussy and like try to say you didn't do it yeah just why be not just own with- it if you're gonna do it and it worked like, out in your favor we- why not just own it yeah and like why go through and tell me like oh I wish I would have done it because you deserve it like you could have just been like yeah I did it because you deserve it like own up to it like what why 100 percent wow i mean i didn't deserve it i didn't do anything i stopped being like well distanced myself from her because i saw how fucking psychotic well and i'm assuming did you guys used to like smoke together when you were friends and whatnot yeah yeah so yeah so she pulled a fucking a really shitty card and was like oh i know what you do that could get you in trouble Mm -hmm. that's so shitty you know i've never went after someone like with the law to try to get them in trouble like i've never called the police on someone to like try to get them in trouble or report a party or do anything like that like i've just never stooped to that level like no matter how mad i've gotten at someone i've just never done that yeah i've definitely contemplated but i never did it right i mean like it's it yeah that's just fun. like it's gone through my head like damn it'd be nice to like fuck these guys up but i would never right well thank you for tuning into today's episode and we hope you guys enjoyed it bye Bye-bye. bye bye <laughs>